Welcome to the Apostolic Keynote Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church. This message is by Colin Urquhart. Give us today our daily bread. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Take no thought for tomorrow. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on. All well-known scriptures. (coughs) Only today exists. Yesterday exists is history, tomorrow hasn't happened. Only today. And what Jesus was impressing upon his disciples and the people to whom he preached is that faith is all about today. That today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of healing. Today is the day when God is with you, Christ within you, the Spirit of God upon you. All that concerns God in your life today is where you are with him today. He's not concerned about where you were with him yesterday or where you will be with him tomorrow. All he is concerned about is today. Because if you're in the right place with him today, tomorrow will look after itself. And Jesus says, each day has enough cares of its own. So to walk by faith is to walk by trust in God today. Doesn't matter where you've been in the past or where you think you will be in the future, all that matters is today. Praise God for the gift of sleep at night because each morning begins a new day. And we don't have to carry into today anything from yesterday. We can't even journey today on the good things of yesterday because they were the good things of yesterday. And God is with us and Christ within us today to work out his purpose for us today. This is the life of faith. All that matters 
to the Lord is where you are in relation to him today, that you live in dependence upon him today, that you believe his word today, that you trust in the leading of his spirit today, that God is able to work through your life today, that the will and purpose that he has for your life today is fulfilled today. When we realize this truth, you also realize that you can't please the Lord just by a daily routine of spiritual life. To have a daily routine is important. Daily time of prayer and with the word, listening to God, waiting upon him. But God will speak to us every day so that we can put his word into action every day. What he wants you to do tomorrow, he will tell you tomorrow. What he does each day, if you listen to him, is to tell you what he wants of you today in terms of relationship with him, whatever fruit he wants to produce in your life by the power of his spirit, however he wants to work through you. It's all about today. And this is what the disciples saw in the ministry of Jesus. That he was always ready for whatever situation arose, whatever challenges there were, whatever unexpected things happened, he was always ready because he lived today in relationship, in unity, in perfect submission to his father. So he was always ready because he lived each day for itself. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own. Each day has enough challenges, enough opportunities, enough of the ways in which God wants to work in us and through us without us even worrying about tomorrow. So you don't have to worry about what is going to happen on the placement, all that matters is where you are in relation to him today. Placement will look after itself. If you're walking each day with the Lord, then you will walk into the future with the Lord. Now, of course, it was Paul that said, forgetting what lies behind, I'm reaching out for what lies ahead. But that doesn't mean that he was living in the future. What he is saying is the past is the past. The bad things of the past have been redeemed, have been forgiven, have been washed away. There's no guilt attached, no condemnation for any failure of the past. But also all the blessings of the past are now history. That's how God used Paul in the past. Praise God. He gives God all the glory for that. 
but what matters to him is what God wants to do through him today. Hallelujah. Much of my life has been spent traveling, traveling ministry and going from one place to another, one big meeting to another, seeing the power of God move every day. But as I pitched up in a new place, I knew it was no use thinking about, speaking about, or concentrating on what God did yesterday. It might have been great, might have a great meeting with many people coming to the Lord, getting healed and so on, but this is a new place, a new day, new meeting, different people. What matters is not what happened somewhere else, at some time else, but what God will do today. That taught me how we have to be in that place of dependence upon the Lord every day. Just because I depended on him yesterday didn't mean I'll depend upon him today. And I can't tell whether I'm going to depend upon him tomorrow because tomorrow doesn't even exist. So each day is to be treated as if it's the only day of your life. Because it is the only day of your life. Tomorrow doesn't exist, so tomorrow isn't part of your life. It will become part of your life, but it isn't part of your life at present. This is what Jesus was impressing upon the disciples. Our God is a God in whom we have re- with whom we have relationship, in whom we live, and who lives in us today. And what he's concerned about is his life in us today. One of the sad mistakes that Christians can make is they think, well, it doesn't matter too much if I indulge myself today, if I do something in the flesh or something that I know is not really the purpose of God because tomorrow I can put it right because his mercy because of his grace. That is foolish thinking. Because God is concerned about today, not that you indulge yourself or the flesh or walk in disobedience today in the, in the idea that you can get everything right in tomorrow, because he's concerned about today. So this teaches us how important it is to be living in dependence upon him, to be walking in right relationship with him today. And of course, it's within most of these quotes that we've used this morning are from the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel. And of course, it's during that sermon that Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added to you. See, we can't have the mindset, I will seek God and his righteousness tomorrow. We can't even be satisfied. Well, I was seeking God and his righteousness yesterday because what matters to the Lord is whether you are seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness 
today. Tomorrow, of course, will become today. But at this moment, tomorrow doesn't exist. So this helps us to understand how God wants that relationship with us to be vibrant, alive, every day, even on a day off. You see, you might have a day off from your normal responsibilities, but you never have a day off from the Lord. He is just as concerned about what you do on your day off as he is upon every other day. Amen? He doesn't mind us relaxing so long as he is in the relaxation and that we're not thinking, well, I can switch off spiritually because it's my day off. No, that's not spiritual thinking. That's not biblical thinking. All this shows the amazing love that God has for us. That you see, God never switches off from you. There's never a moment in time when God forgets you or is oblivious to your need. There's never a moment of time when he doesn't hear you or know your thoughts or discerns the motives and intentions of your heart. Now, you see, when you think of truths like that, They're threatening if things are going on in your life that you know grieve God. But they're wonderful if you know you're walking in loving obedience to him. Wow, God loves me so much. He's so deeply and intimately concerned about me, so involved with me every day of my life that I can never be apart from him, I can never do anything without his knowledge, without his presence even, because his presence is with me, his spirit is within me all the time. That's not a threatening thing when we're fulfilling the will and the purpose of God in our lives. It's just a wonderful, wonderful truth. Well, Lord, you know, you know all the stresses, the strains, you know, the temptations, you know, you know the, uh, the challenges that face me, you know the physical needs, you know the emotional needs, you know the spiritual needs, you are never oblivious to these things, you never forget these things, you know. And so I can trust you, Lord, 
to work out your purpose in me as day by day I trust you. Jesus was serious when he said, do not worry about anything. Because worry, you see, is the very opposite of faith. You can't be in a place of faith and worry. The two things are contradictory. Faith and anxiety do not go together. So if we're anxious, we're not in a place of faith. We can be concerned about something, but to be concerned means that you care about it, not that you're anxious or worried about it. So we all have responsibilities that we have to face, and we need to care about those responsibilities to make sure that they are actually fulfilled and outworked in our lives. But worrying about those responsibilities does not accomplish anything, as Jesus makes clear, and actually is the very opposite of trusting God in the midst of those circumstances. He knows. The amazing thing is that he continues that mercy and that long-suffering patience of his, how sometimes we are so stubborn, sometimes we're so reluctant to really respond to his word in the way that he desires, but he never gives up on us. He never withdraws from us, never takes his Holy Spirit from us, never takes his presence away from us. He waits for us to come back to that place of dependence upon him. So I'm not saying to you anything that you don't know, but as you hear me say often, it's not what we know that matters in the Christian life, but what we do with what we know. That if we know these truths, God is saying, live in them. And you see, this is really what Jesus did at the Last Supper. When he said to the disciples, abide in me and I in you, go on continuously living in me and I in you, it was a totally revolutionary statement. He'd never said anything like that before because he'd been with them, they didn't need to live in them. So this was a new concept. And I'm sure when Jesus said it at the Last Supper, they probably didn't even understand really what he meant. And it was only after they received the Holy Spirit that so much of what he said at the Last Supper would suddenly have become alive for them. But what Jesus was really saying to the disciples was continue to live in me and I will continue to live in you. There's going to be a continuity, disciples. My physical presence is going to be taken from you. But you are going to receive my spiritual presence that will never be taken away from you. 
and you will live in my spiritual presence just as really as you lived in my physical presence. And it will be even better for you because he who is with you is going to be in you. So my spirit has been with you, but my spirit will be in you. So he was really saying to the disciples, look, it's going to be different. Things are going to change. But don't grieve because my presence is being taken away from you when I die on the cross. No, realize that something even more wonderful is going to happen. My presence is always going to be with you and always going to be within you. And you can continue to live in me and I can continue to live in you. So what Jesus was really saying to the disciples, I want you to understand that your future relationship with me will be just as real and even more so than walking with me in my physical presence. That just as you have done the same things as I've been doing, you will be able to do even greater things because of my spirit being poured out, not only upon you, but upon all flesh. So he was really encouraging the disciples to say, don't grieve because you're not losing me, you're gaining me. And now you're going to live in my presence in a far more real way than even having my physical presence with you. You're actually going to have my presence living within you. And that's, I believe, the thing we never need to forget. We need to be mindful of every day, perhaps all day, every day, really. He's with you. He's within you. Continuously. You can't hide from him. You can't hide anything from him. You can't do anything without his knowledge, can't even think or say anything or have any heart attitude without him knowing because he is so intimately involved with you that he lives within you. The most amazing thing about this is that it's all true and yet you can ignore him. You can still sin, you can still be willful, you can still disobey him, you can still just carry on and do what you want. Although he is not only with you, but within you. And this, of course, is because he knows that the only way in which you will really fulfill his plan and purpose for your life is through your love for him, and he can't force your love. He sees us sometimes getting off onto our own plans and purposes and fulfilling our own desires and so on. And he, he doesn't admonish us even. He doesn't punish us. He, he waits until we see the light afresh, and come back to the light and realize that 
we miss some opportunities to really glorify and please him by getting off into some tack of our own. God knows that this is true of all of his children without any exception. So he knows that he doesn't have anybody who walks with him perfectly that he can use. He can only use the imperfect. But those who are made perfect in his sight, his perfection covers our imperfections. But of course, knowing these things, knowing that he is the God of mercy and grace, doesn't excuse us for our willfulness, for any disobedience, any self-centeredness. Those things simply grieve him and he waits. He waits for us to come back to the place of freedom, of joy, of peace, And all those things, freedom, joy, peace, are evidences of our unity with him. So what concerns him today is the way in which he was glorified in each of us today, glorified in the things we say, glorified in the things we do, Because the whole purpose of living at one with him in relationship with him is so that he can speak through us, he can work through us, he can actually see the life of his kingdom established here on earth through us and through others, of course, who live in loving obedience to him. So his kingdom will advance. One of the scriptures I love is that of the increase of his kingdom and peace, there will be no end. And my prayer every day is, Lord, I want your kingdom and your peace to be extended in my life and through my life today and every day. Hallelujah. So, thank God for today. And I mean that. I, I, I believe, you see, that what God wants us to do is to say, Lord, thank you for today. Every day to say, thank you, Lord. Today is another gift from you. Another gift where I can live at one with you, live in you, you live in me, where we can have fellowship. What does that mean? Where I can share your life, Lord, and you will share my life. That's what fellowship is. This is what you see in Jesus. Every day, fellowship with the Father. Every day, revealing the Father. Every day, knowing that the Father would give him the words to speak. Every day, knowing the Father would show him what to do. That he would do what he saw his Father doing. He just lived at one with the Father. Did Jesus ever have a day off? Well, he never had a day off from his father. He lived continually at one with him.
So can we. Because to know Jesus is to know the Father. So let's all stand. And thank the Lord for today. Well, that sounds exciting. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, this is a timely word. (laughs) Come on, let's really thank him for today. Thank him for his presence today in you, with you. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Hallelujah. Thank him that he cares about you today. That he's planned good things for you today. That the light of his glory is to shine out of you today. That his love is to pour out of you as a river of life today to touch the lives of other people. Hallelujah. That he lives in you today to pour out of you today. Hallelujah. Thank him for the gift of his spirit, of his kingdom within you. Hallelujah. Today, thank him that he enables you to overcome today. It doesn't matter what challenges there are, you will overcome today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. And thank you that what is true today is true of every day. That he is concerned about you every day. He's intimately involved with you every day. That his presence is with you every moment of every day. That you live in him every day. That he lives in you every day. Hallelujah. Satopapapara sandarisatoma.
Opapapapara Sato Papakalasita di Sangama. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty, too high for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord. (laughs) What is man that you are mindful of him? And yet, Lord, you're not only mindful of us, you love us in such ways as we've just read. And we praise you and we bless you. Thank you that this is your word of truth. Hallelujah. So thank you, Lord. We're not alone today. In whatever, whatever issues we have to face, you're right there with us. We can depend upon you. You will speak through us. You will work through us. Hallelujah. We can live in the supernatural grace of God today. We can know your mercy today. Thank you that all the blessings of your blood avail to us today. We thank you, Lord, that we are washed Every day, afresh in that blood, made holy, made perfect in your sight, free from all guilt, free from fear, free from condemnation. Thank you, Lord, that that blood has covered every negative so we don't have to live in the negative and we don't have to allow the negative to live in us because the blood cleanses us from every negative and we praise you, we bless you, we thank you. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, for the gift of your spirit. We praise you. We bless you. Oh, Lord, every positive is ours. Everything that is yours, all that the Father has, all that the Son has, the Holy Spirit makes known to us. So we thank you, Lord, the blood has covered every negative today. And the Holy Spirit has empowered us with every positive today. Thank you, Lord. It's all today. We don't have to wait for tomorrow. Because we have it all today. We have all the blessings of your blood today. We have all the virtues of your spirit today. Praise your holy name. Bless your holy name. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.